You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Any fires in the house this morning, Grant? No, not this morning. Good, good, good. <laughs> the other morning I was in the shower. Max making coffee. She comes around. That stove's on fire. <laughs> what had happened, she was, we had had turkey because we had a Christmas dinner with family last yeah. weekend. And she was making soup out of the carcass and some of it had spilled over, like some grease. Yeah. And then when she went lit in the morning, it's... You know what we have now is a... Um, we have a gas stove. Yeah, yeah. Have you got a gas stove? No, we don't, no. Yeah, I, I like the gas stoves. Though. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan of the gas stove. I, I would definitely put one in. I didn't like the electric no. we had in the last place, and now now we got gas, and I'm... Uh, Feels I'm, like I'm, it cooks I'm, better. I'm sure it's the same, I'm, but when you're cooking on it, you feel like a chef. I'm the same. <laughs> I'm, oh, I swear to God. And... My, I said to my wife, I said, I think it's cook, cooks faster too, and she's like, No, it doesn't. It's gonna be it's all temperature. Like, but for some reason, I feel like a chef when I'm cooking on it. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, for sure. All right, we're gonna get things going with. Um, well, this 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 band didn't last very long. They only released a couple of yeah. records, and it was 1966 that they, on this date, December 9th, that they released their debut album called Fresh Cream. Again, I'm. Been doing the blues thing a lot lately. Yeah. This is a Willie Dixon cover, actually. Cream getting us going this morning. Or in the locker room on Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM. So, a warning from the locker room. Mm-hmm. If you have any friends or acquaintances that might happen to be Leaf fans, they are going to be unbearable. <laughs> For the next little while, mm-hmm. until the streak ends, until Marner stops scoring every game. Oh, and don't even think about turning on TSN right now. Oh, I mean it's it is so wall bad. to wall. So we've got more Leafs coverage than anyone. Yeah, it's going to be really, really difficult. Marner's got twenty-one games with a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just, just a warning. The other thing that I would. Uh, Here's the other thing that I'm going to present to everybody. Mm-hmm. Because when they were sucking at the beginning of the season and they couldn't win a game, I was actually, as much as I, I was having fun with my sports casts and I was I was reading that the Canadian team with the best chance to win the Stanley Cup, according to, to, to Toronto Sports Media, um, as much as I was having fun with that, I was also, deep down, I was a bit disappointed because if they continued on that path Mm -hmm. and I knew they had the potential to bounce back because they are a decent team but if they continued on that path they weren't going to make the playoffs and they weren't going to be able to get that that loss in the first round in a game seven again yeah (laughs) so at least here's the thing we can look forward to 
We can look forward to the the fact that the Leafs look like they're on pace if they can if they can just hang in there mm-hmm. and have a decent sort of back half of the season here, they'll make the playoffs. This is true. But then we all get to watch them crash and burn. Go to game seven and lose in game seven, and it would be the sixth. <laughs> in the opening round. In the opening <laughs> round, and it would be the sixth time I think they've done that. Yeah, I believe so. So the last five times they've been to the playoffs, they have made it to the game seven in the opening round and lost. Mm-hmm. That is just so spectacular, it's not even funny. <laughs> So we can cheer for that. Yes. Yeah. If they can go six, I'm going to lose my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah, I just wanted to give somebody, I just wanted to give everybody something to look forward to. <laughs> the Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I saw this story. It was about Tesla um, throwing money at a startup. And the startup is about, um, it's it's a company that's creating flying cars. Mm-hmm. And immediately when you think about flying cars, I don't know about you, but I have like, you know, the Jetsons. Jetsons, Back to the Future. Yeah. Right? We were supposed to have them by 2015. Absolutely. So the cars that this company, where is it again? It's, it's called a Model A. Yeah. But the what's first the one's a Model A? It's uh, A L E F Alef Aeronautics. Yeah, is that Alef. an acronym or is that? It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Tesla's thrown some money at them to to help them like stay afloat and and keep going. They've they've they're they're investing in the company. Yeah, Tesla's backing them, and they're saying that they're going to have their first flying car out there for sale. By 2025, it's going to cost $300,000. And eventually, uh, 2030 is the plan. They'll have cars that, you know, um, are, are around like $35,000 mm-hmm. that do something similar. The, the, the first one coming out is a Model A. Um, and then the second one coming out is this Model Z. The, here's the, the concept, though. This is a bit different. It's not like, all right... Get in the flying car and fly to work, Rock. It's actually a car that drives on the ground, but if there's some sort of an obstacle that you want to avoid, you would hit, like, the fly mode. I'm not sure how it works. It it looks essentially like a drone. You can't see the propellers, but they're kind of underneath. The the body of the car is kind of like, um, um, not mesh, but... yeah. And what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, it, it wet weave. It's like a yeah, weave. It looks... A weave over top of it. So you can't see the propellers, but they're underneath it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think if you hit the fly mode, it just lifts you up. And you don't, you like can't like all of a sudden get to a thousand feet and fly to Calgary. But they say the first one's supposed to have a driving range of 200 miles and a flight range of 110 miles. So, 177 kilometers. You still drive. It's just that if you want to avoid a bump or mm-hmm. something, you would hit the fly mode and zip over it. Traffic jam? Traffic jam, just right yeah. over it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bad weather, they said. If the roads are horrible, you just lift her up in the air and fly, fly a foot into or work. two feet off the, yeah. off the road, right? Yeah, they said you can hop over obstacles. So, if a midget's passed out in the middle of the street, you can fly over them. So I think this like I can wrap my head around this. 
mm-hmm. a little bit more than than a flying car, right? Right. It it just it seems a little bit. It more seems a, more like realistic. Also less. Yes. Because with a flying car, I'm always like, what, are we going to get a pilot's license? Exactly. <laughs> like, that's no one's, not everyone's going to be able to get a pilot's license. This is going to be like one of those things where, okay, yeah, no, I need to fly 50 feet here, mm-hmm. right? So if you want one. I still foresee a lot of problems with this thing, but. <laughs> they are taking pre-orders. Um, it's a deposit of $150 to get on the wait list or yeah. $1,500 to get on the priority wait list. And then you could have your flying car by 2025. If this happens, I'm getting my driver's license. It's a terrible idea. Yeah, you... F- okay, first off, you driving is already a problem. I've, I've, I've advocated for you to get a license just because I think it'd be hilarious, but I don't want you in the air. <laughs> you also fall asleep with every flight you've ever taken, you fall asleep. Yeah. yeah. But I probably wouldn't when I'm behind the wheel. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm back on the being annoyed with... The whole Pete Davidson thing. Oh, are you? Yeah. Did you see his new Instagram account? No. He now has a joint Instagram account with Eli Manning. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Okay. So anytime any news comes up about Pete or a potential rumor, there's that meme going around right now that everyone just needs to prepare for it. He's going to date the girl from Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Are you watching that show at all? No interest in watching that show at all. Me, Mac, the same thing. Like, okay, we both, we, I was like, it's the most watched show on Netflix in the history. I have zero desire to watch Wednesday. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah, I have uh, no desire at all. Me, me neither. Yeah, none of us are watching it. I saw a story there. It was like this biggest show on Netflix in history. But they do that all the Broke time. Strange. Yeah, I mean, they could say anything they want. Yeah, yeah, because they really don't release the numbers. And anytime Pete is, or there's a news story or, or something of significance, people want to send it to me, right? Like mm-hmm. I'll get 30, I get 30 uh, people send me that meme of the Wednesday girl. Um, the story that everybody's sending me now is the Keenan Thompson, um, Pete Davidson re- revealing his secrets with the ladies. Keenan Thompson from SNL. So they worked together for quite a few years. Yeah, Keenan's been long, on that. He's the longest running person to ever be on SNL. Ten plus years, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And anyway, he, uh, he's of course, more famously known for Good Burger. <laughs> What's and Good Mighty Burger? Ducks. You don't remember Good Burger? Is it a movie? Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. May I take your order, please? It was a stoner movie I used to watch when I was a kid. Uh, anyway, so Keenan Thomas was in an interview, and they they brought up the whole Pete Davidson thing, and um, and he basically said, "Here's why: he's a good-hearted person, and he has big dick energy." Mm. Right, and that comes up all the time. But big dick energy doesn't mean like he has a big one. It, it's like an attitude. They say. Yes, it's like he carries himself. His shoulders are, you know, he, he might stands not tall. Have a, but apparently he does. I'm Any, sure he does. Anyway, here's the thing that I've come to terms with, because everyone wants to explain why he's having success with these women that are so far outside of his league. It's not even funny. I. This is what I've come to terms with. So you can stop sending me Pete Davidson stories. We just need to put him into the list of unexplained things in the world. Right? Like yeah. The Bermuda Triangle. Does anybody really understand? No. No. <laughs> the pyramids. Does that make sense? No. Who built them? 
Exactly. Was it aliens? We don't know. Black holes. No one really understands what the hell a black hole is. I do. Do you want me to explain it to you? Exactly. My point. No one really understands black holes. Deja vu. What is that all about? Yeah. Like, do you understand deja vu? No. No no one really does. They speculate about it. There's no way of knowing. Stonehenge. Do we really know? What's it for? Exactly. Is it some sort of message back to another planet? Alien overlords? Pete Davidson is on that list. And I think we just need to just... the ninth wonder of the world? (laughs) (laughs) We'll just leave it at that. Doesn't that make it more... Doesn't that make it easier? It does make it easier, yeah. It just makes it more palatable. Stop trying to figure it out. Yeah. 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 I don't... Listen, Keenan's not adding anything to the equation. (laughs) Let's just move on, everybody. Mm -hmm. Myself included. This is more for me than anybody else, really. Now, here's some shit that didn't make the show. Morning, Cruz. Locker, I got something to add to your uh, Pete Davidson discussion. Okay. It's, I know what it is. I, I, can, I pinpointed it. Did you it's not? Hold on. What's your, what's your name? What's your name? It's Trucker Brian. Trucker Brian. Oh, tr- Trucker Brian. Did you not just hear what I said? We just all yeah. need to just stop trying to figure this thing out. You can't explain it. No, you can't. No, I, just leave, I, like, I, let it. It's just, it's another one of those phenomena. It's an unsolved human mystery. Like, no, no, you can't, I, I ex- no, I, I, no. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not even entertaining it anymore. I mean, okay. I'm tired. He's, he's funny. He's got a good sense. Of, he's got a, he's really got a good heart. No, no. It's just, dude. Dude, it's, it's pheromones. It's pheromones. No, I'm talking about this on my podcast. It's pheromones, buddy. No, no. It's yeah. it's unexplained. No, it's not. Yeah. It's he's like got, the pyramids. He's got it. No, he's got an I'm unreal it. level of pheromones, buddy. What? No, I, that's it. That's it. This is Trust the dumbest. You. This is the <laughs> dumbest thing I've heard. So women can smell them. No, no. Some people have an unreal amount of pheromones, and that's what he's got. Grant, before I hang up on him, can you look this up? Well, pheromones are the things that we smell, right? Look this up. Do people have, like, do some people have more pheromones than others? I think that's yes, true. Yes, yes. Thank you, Grant. Yeah. 10% High of the male population. more sexually attractive to others. You ever go into a bar and you say, God, what's that ugly guy doing to that woman? It's because that guy's got a high level of pheromone. Or money. Uh, 10% of the male population <laughs> has an abundant amount of pheromones. And Thank these men you. are considered the sexiest or most desirable in the population. Some of these men may not even be physically attractive. However, the pheromone androtestrone changes the way people perceive their di- desirability. That's All right, right. Ron, so, Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy had the most crazy amount of pheromones. Well, I've seen what Ron Jeremy was working ugly. with. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so that's that's what I need to add to that. I'm so glad you called, Brian, because not only have you explained Pete Davidson, you've now explained Ron Jeremy. <laughs> All right, buddy. You're welcome, Walker. And now, the locker room presents Star Wars news. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. So the Jedi Jimmy podcast uh, went out yesterday dealing with uh, the New Willow series, episode number three. And it's really cool some of the stuff they're doing with that series, especially the end of this uh, the song. Like the song at the end for the credits was an, a cover of Enter, the Sand- Enter Sandman. 
I always say the. So were they in it, playing it? No, it was just... Field dressed up as a little person, (laughs) playing it on a ukulele or something? (laughs) No, it was just the credit scene, so... Like when Ed Sheeran was in Game of Thrones? (laughs) This is the cover they... I don't know why this is... Why you think this is so unique. No, I just thought it was cool. Like, they... I don't think it's What's this artist? Uh... Rina Maoyama. So this is off of the 30th anniversary of the Black Album, which came out in September, October, this fall. I only listened to a couple of tunes. I didn't sit down and listen to it. There was like 53 yeah, I didn't tunes listen to it or something. Either. It's Rina Sawiyama. Here she starts singing right here. Kind of fits where I want to hear her sing. I don't know. I I have I have trouble with cover albums. Ah, Lady Gaga did it better. <laughs> I agree, but I just thought it was neat that it was in the series. In the series, she actually—if you go and if you Google that blacklist, which is the cover album, um, her song actually gets touted as one of the better tunes, one of the better covers from that album. So, and I'm okay. Here's why I'm okay because Metallica is one of those bands. Like, ugh, do you cover Metallica? I just didn't Nickelback but, try to or something. And <laughs> I think just, they did. It's like, don't do that. Just stop. But yeah. They were actually commissioned. The band wanted it. It was a project that was. Yeah, it was a special. Sort of, yeah. So I I didn't have a problem with it. The one that I actually really liked. Uh, off that album, and we, I think we even played it on the show a couple of times. I'm going to get a little further up here just because I want to hear him singing. This is Chris Stapleton. Oh, yeah. This is real. I thought they did a great job on Yeah, this is awesome. matters. This is actually one of my favorites from that blacklist. I can listen to this all day. You know what? Um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, there was another one of your favorites on that blacklist. It's very country, but I thought I'd play a quick couple uh, seconds of it for you. This is Jason Isbell. I was going to say it wasn't Jason. I didn't know that, but I was going to say is it Jason Isbell. He's here in a couple months. Sad but true. He did. I think it's March. Beginning of March he's here? I'd go to that. It's around the same time Burt Kreischer's here. Burt Kreischer, Locker represents, by the way. See, very country. Yeah. March 2nd, Jason Isbell. That's going to be four hundred. Hey! And this is another one of my favorites, this band. And uh, 
This is one of the covers they did on this Metallica, The Blacklist. See if you can figure out who this is, Grant. You and I went to the show. Jimmy bailed on us. Oh, Lumineers? Nope. Which one did we go? Oh, uh, The Who. Yeah. H.U. Yeah. I remember. I think we played this. We played this before on the show. I think we did. This is their material. No. We played. Oh, no. We played their. Because they actually did a Metallica cover, which got them some attention. I think they did Sad they But did True. They did Sad But True, and we played that before. This is, um... If you don't know the Who, they're a Mongolian folk metal band. They're awesome. There's like 40 of them on stage. And they're all brothers. They're like cousins. Yeah, we ended up having a couple drinks on their bus during that show. Through the Never is what this is, the cover-up. Anyway, so your Willow podcast is out, eh? Yeah, you can find it wherever you get your podcast, including the YouTube our YouTube page. <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. You know, I've heard a lot of reasons why our LRT doesn't work a lot of times. The brand new concrete is crumbling. The signal system is confused and sends trains head on at each other. George was ashing his cigarettes into the concrete. There's leaves on the track. It smells like soup. This is the first time I've seen the LRT delayed, though, because somebody was in the ceiling of the Corona station. Yes, you heard that right. The trains were delayed yesterday because somebody crawled up into the ceiling of the LRT station. And then the best part is when they went to get him out of there, he managed to crawl up onto the street and escape through a manhole. <laughs> he just wanted to be a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> I'll have what he's having. Uh, the homeless problem. It's getting so bad now that they're actually living in the walls in the ceilings of the train stations. We need more funiculars to house all these homeless in Edmonton. <laughs> You know, this is actually starting to sound a little more like a zombie situation, isn't it? People dropping from the ceilings in the train station. You're dodging them while you're trying to get to work. Don't worry, though, because Locker has seen all 24 seasons of The Walking Dead. (laughs) He'll know what to do. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page, an extensive line of shuntware. It's exactly what your kid wants for Christmas. Shop today by texting (laughs) Jimmy for the link. Saw a story. About um, it was DoorDash specifically. They had to let go of a bunch of people. They had to like uh, trim the roster. Oh, because, really? Yeah. Well, during COVID. Oh, yeah. I guess they would have hired right? more. Yeah. More delivery, and then as restaurants open, yeah, you can go sit down. No, I think less people, and I think people are being a little bit more scrupulous right now with mm-hmm. with inflation. Maybe they're um, they're they're doing a little less skip or a little less Uber Eats or a little less. Door yeah, we, we haven't done it in quite a while. Yeah, we don't do it. Yeah, we we would do it like every like a Sunday. Hey, let's get something. But we haven't done that in quite some time. I'll drive. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm getting a pizza, I'll go pick it up. Um, how would they fire people at DoorDash? Because can't isn't it just like you work as much as you want and you can be a driver if you well, want? Well, it was like head office, right? Oh, uh, okay. 
So like main operations and, uh, and things, those logistics and yeah, yeah, things like that. So I also think too, because at the beginning of this this craze, Skip was probably the only one, but then the the added competition, mm-hmm. Uber Uber Eats was before Skip. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah. but Uber Eats sucks, or at least I <laughs> I found it did the one time I ordered at lunchtime. I ordered like Carl's Juniors or something. And it was surge price, so it actually cost more for delivery than it did for the actual food. And you got it delivered to work by accident. No, That's that was a more than a couple time. of times. <laughs> you got There's an expert in the room on this because yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy doesn't drive, it. right? So if he wants something, like, he just sometimes it. on like a lot of Sundays, I order breakfast like coffee. when you sound and look like this too hungover to leave your house and you can barely open your eyes. Like, but there's right no now. like the closest Tim Hortons is three blocks and minus. 20. I'm not going to walk to Tim Hortons. Uh, you get Skip in the summer. True. <laughs> All right. Uh, it was uh, Uber Eats released their list of like most. The yeah, what most is everybody ordering? So the number one um, favorite cuisine ordered in Canada is Japanese. Really? Which is what we order the most. Okay. Sushi. We'll get sushi order oh, okay. and stuff like that. All right. Um, it's either Japanese or we get um, pho. Vietnamese. Yeah. Pho? Yeah. Uh, however you say it. I get uh, the noodles all the time. Yeah. I don't do it on, on Uber, but I, uh, on Uber Eats or Skip, but I. Number uh, two was. I love that. I love pho. Uh, number two was uh, Indian food. Okay. I and, can see that. And then number three makes sense with Chinese food. Chinese food. You know, you're having a Friday night. Let's get some Chinese food ordered in. I do notice that because um, we were we got Chinese a couple weeks ago um, when we, we were moving and we didn't want to cook, right? We yeah. spent all day unpacking or something. And there were a couple of options where the restaurant yeah. did it for the like, so See, the Chinese restaurants, some of them are like, I'm not going to bother with the skip or the DoorDash because they don't make any money off of they it, right? Or they might still be as on, much. on that. But like with pizza, for example, I'll never order a pizza off of DoorDash because there's extra charges. A lot of times the pizza places have their own delivery. Their own deliveries, yeah. You know, and it just makes sense to call them directly and order. Yeah. And it's cheaper because it's so many added charges. But there um, is a couple of uh, Chinese restaurants that go through DoorDash or, or skip but they do the delivery, so Skip takes the order, and then they de- send their own delivery guy. Oh, uh, that makes sense because they're so they're taking advantage of the of the web page. Yeah, and then we also of the app. Yeah, because right? yeah. that's the system. convenient thing about it. Like, well, you can scroll through and see all your boom. options. Yeah, and, like yeah. if you don't know what you want, oh, let's get Chinese from yeah. Mount um, Express. Or- so we also ordered a lot of alcohol. Um, oh, do so they you? said no we we don't but in Canada. Oh okay. Um so they said the most popular alcoholic drink ordered Hold on, on Uber let me Eats. guess. Let me guess. Beer. I bet you it's vodka. I bet you it's a, it's vodka. Two six of vodka. Margaritas. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Margaritas is the most popular drink ordered. Beer number 2 and pina coladas at number 3. All right. Well, maybe it's the alcohol in me, alcoholic in <laughs> yeah. me going. Vodka. 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 Because you could put that in your beer. <laughs> this is something I never would have thought about. No. Um, Apple is being sued by two women who allege they were stalked using AirTags. Huh. So it was uh, 
ex-romantic partners of theirs yeah managed to slip them into like whatever a purse or a car and uh they were following them around the air tags if you don't know they're like the size of a quarter yeah and you can buy them and they track you with gps people put them in their luggage when they're flying when they're flying um, or, I've, or your phone or like your, your keys, keys. Yeah. i've seen people put them actually inside of their bike like stuff, so if their bike gets stolen, they can go get it. Like yeah, we had the that, seat or something. Yeah. yeah, we had that conversation with uh, with Riley Bluebird in Vancouver. She's in Vancouver and she's yeah. got a bike, and it's her only means of transportation. Yeah, so she's got two stolen. locks, right? And people still steal bikes. Oh yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter. Like, we should put air tags. So on some it. people will, like stuff them into the frame of the bike. Yeah, they could be really handy, but I never thought about that. These women say, yeah, yeah they had abusive exes who. Uh, we're stalking them using air tags. Ugh. And so they're suing Apple saying that Apple has failed to put up um some safeguards. Um I don't know what they could do. Yeah, they'll I don't, figure it out. Apple will figure it yeah, out. So I, don't I think know. they uh, like my thought on what they could probably do is you know how you have uh find my friend and stuff like that. Uh you could do that where it scans to see if there's something around around you like you know how you can see or you go with uh, i don't know exactly great idea Jimmy. To say. there was a story in the, in. in the summer in the states where a woman thought her boyfriend was cheating and so she put an air tag on him without him knowing found him he was cheating and she killed him oh yeah so that actually happened in the lawsuits states. there <laughs> <laughs> they mentioned that one in their lawsuits <laughs> I had a conversation with a, a female friend of mine the other day that I was like realizing that I live in a very different world than women just deal with stuff that men just don't deal with. Yeah. So she went to get her phone upgraded, right? It was, she mm-hmm. had an upgrade. So she goes and she gives the, the guy at the mall or whatever, the kiosk, gives him all the information. And, um, and then she gets hit on. Through text? By him. Oh. And she she was asking a couple of us if, if so, she like, should she, report him. She goes home with the new phone and then gets a text message. He's got all her information. Oh, yeah. that's He's got her address. He's got her email. He's got her cell phone number. And in what world would he think that works? And in what world would he think that's right? You see women all the time who are selling things on Facebook Marketplace, yeah. And because it links to your Facebook page, yeah, they'll like be trying to sell some clothes or whatever, and it's just all the responses are dudes trying to pick them up. Good as lord, if that's like, ever going to work. Well, we had somebody that we worked with where it was like we literally, as soon as somebody a new female, a new employee, female employee, we'd. Start a stopwatch to yeah. see how long it would take for that individual to creep on this person. Send them a friend on, request. On social and, media. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it looks like Apple did put in... Some kind of a safeguard. Um, so there is an alert you can get on your phone where it will alert you of uh, if there's an air tag in your visit, like if there's one around you. So you get into your car, and if there's an air tag in there, it'll give you a little notification. I was going to say, there's got to be a way for them to, cause if, if there's a way to track an item, there has to be a way for you to track the air tags. Yeah. So that's that's a good safety measure. But yeah, they're still Something saying it, it doesn't work because what if I don't have an Apple phone? What if I have an Android and somebody's stalking oh. me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, 
somebody will figure out an Android it's the app. The world or we live in. Yeah, it's, or you, you can pro- maybe even buy a device like kind of like what you said, kind of like a an AirTag detector. Like you can get, you know, you know what I mean. So if you even if you don't have a phone, if you can get a little device. Yeah, I mean it can be great technology. We talked with the luggage, yeah. and even this morning, like we tracked Jimmy to make sure he wasn't face down somewhere in a ditch. Well, we got an AirTag in his shunt. Yeah. <laughs> So we we I looked should. and he hadn't moved in a while and we're like <laughs> you, you called him <laughs> like I said to Grant I don't know why because I checked to see where you were at because I wanted you on the first break and then I I you literally hadn't moved for five minutes it might have just been the the find the, my the friends technology, yeah. I'm like we better call him make sure he's not I said he might have gotten stabbed I don't know <laughs> <laughs> and now nerd news with James P White the first. <laughs> So important stuff. I'm not sure about this news though. Uh, James Gunn said that they're they're probably going to drop. They're not doing a Wonder Woman three, and they're Black killing. Adam they're putting two. a bullet in Black Adam two. Um, the 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 Superman movie uh, something that they're they're stopping. The, yeah, and um, Jason Momoa is is saying goodbye to Aquaman. He's. I don't think they're totally getting rid of Aquaman. I think what it is is he just Aquaman! doesn't want. He doesn't want to do it anymore because I think I you make why. fun of him. Um, because he probably you know listens I, to our show. You know what I think is happening? They're, they're bringing in Lobo, and I. I think they're just making up superheroes Lobo? now. I don't even know. Lobo. Lobo. L O B O. Honestly. Did you hear what it's he just said? Low blow. Did you hear what he just said? Yeah, he's, they're just making up superheroes. We've been saying that for how many years? Literally, I don't seven even, years. Yeah, years and years. We've been saying <laughs> like, like they this say is not he's a one real of the superhero. originals. I've never even heard of this dude. All right, anyway, and I'm kind of a nerd. I think we are at that point right now with all this nerd stuff, where people are literally going, "That's enough." Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. People that create this stuff are starting to see the the start of the the backlash. I, th- I think what it is too is because of all these streaming companies and stuff like that. They're trying to find new content and they're just bombarding us with it. Yeah, because yeah. this is HBO, like it or it's so affiliated with HBO. And Jason Momoa would play Loblo. Lobo, not <laughs> you. He's tired of cleaning up the ocean. You now he's gonna kick you in the nuts. <laughs> you, you guys, superhero, are, are, are ruining most TV shows for me because protect your nuts. Here comes Jason Momoa and low blow. It's low blow. <laughs> because you guys are because now I'm gonna have that Whammy. stuck in my head, sort of like Nando's. <laughs> You want to fight low blow? <laughs> Put a cup on. Ah, we just wrote the whole movie. Yeah. All right, you're welcome. Good to work on this. You're Mar- we're all going Marvel or Disney or whatever the hell. DC. Oh, okay. No one cares about Same DC, thing. right? Yeah. You're in the locker room on Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM. I got to say, I'm disappointed in Jimmy for not knowing who Lobo is. Okay, who's really? Lobo? Lobelo. He's an interstellar mercenary and bounty hunter. Made his first appearance in Omega Men Three. How do you not know that? He actually is known for battling <laughs> yeah. against Superman. Okay, all right. And he's quite an asshole. Thank you, Danny. There you go. We figured out who Lobo get him is. doing nerd news. Jason Momoa, Aquaman. Now he's Lobelo. You're up, Grant Johnson, Study King. We've all heard this before, and yeah. now there is scientific proof. Okay. Short men have more psychopathic traits. 
odd. I've never seen any examples of I this. I cannot think of a single example where someone I know is short and very angry and maybe a bit psychopath. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not a single odd. example in my life or in this room. This study must be wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's. I've never threatened you guys with or anybody else with violence ever. <laughs> so they said. We have a video of you from last night telling somebody that we all know that you spent a lot of time with, yeah. some might suggest too much, where you're threatening to stab him. <laughs> True. <laughs> it doesn't it was, seem it like the, you're joking. It was the alcohol talking. <laughs> uh, anyway, what what is the scientific proof that short men have more psychopathic traits? Well, there was a bunch of stuff about short guys. So they said people under 5'8 enjoy men, sorry, enjoy more frequent sex, are 32% less likely to... Uh, Divorce, but also uh, lack empathy and are antisocial. Show some antisocial behaviors. There may be uh, narcissism and, uh, yeah. I don't think I'm antisocial. No, no, no. We're And I'm not good with the this, ladies. This is not you. No. The You're, psychopath thing, yes. Yeah, but. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's always, they always look back at Napoleon, right? Yeah. He was 5'2". And- Poodler. Hootlers, is he a short guy? Yeah. Yeah. How tall Tom is Cruise. he? How tall is he? I think there is something to be said for in in life in general. If you have Putin's if you, five seven, yeah. if you have a disadvantage, if there if if something in your life you you feel like you're less than yeah you caught you you might overcompensate. Isn't, you know? isn't there something called? Uh, like little man syndrome, little man where, syndrome, yeah. where you know where someone's it's angrier the because they're s- smaller. If you see a small dog, a yeah. small male dog mm-hmm. is yappy and trying to fight other dogs, and yeah, right. It's the exact same thing where you get like a big, fluffy Saint Bernard, and they're just uh, my dog is like eighty pounds, Kingston Clarence, yeah, little is, Jimmy, yeah. Anyway, he's he's huge, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, and not even as big as some like we have friends with dogs that are like one hundred twenty pounds, right? Like, yeah. there's lots of big dogs out there, but uh, whenever he he doesn't get it, he looks he always looks at me with questioning eyes, right? When he's like when there's a little dog and yeah. the little dog's like. Rah, 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 and he's always like, "What's going on here? I just want to play with the little." I'm just trying bastard. to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is he barking at me? <laughs> Kingston is one of the friendliest dogs. Like, yeah, I, he's I just love a big your dog, dope, I, right? And I he, love him. He's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, the I, uh, the my Iranian Jimmy that lives in the the suite that rented the suite yeah, from he us doesn't like dogs. Yeah. So we we've uh, we've have to keep him away. He's terrified of dogs. I guess <laughs> he'll yeah, learn. Like, like I like. He loves me too, like Kinks, and he comes out. Like, All dogs love you. Yeah, they can just grab on and yeah, go and to town. Just start humping. Yeah. It's only happened a couple of times. The locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. I'm actually mildly embarrassed. I'll admit it. That I watched this yesterday. We talked about uh, it. Oh yeah, Harry and Megan. I actually watched the first two episodes. I did end up watching it. The, there's three. Yeah. I watched all three. Did you? <laughs> I got through two. It's actually it's kind of interesting. It, it is. Quite, yeah. I will see. Here's why I wanted to talk about it because yesterday I had said that I 
if there was one royal that I actually ever even remotely followed, for whatever reason, it was Harry because he was the party boy and he was like mm-hmm. getting into trouble. Kind of normal. And yeah, somewhat normal. And uh, I. I always sort of felt bad for the kid because he lost his mom so young. And, and I remember that funeral. I watched the funeral where he was walking behind his mom's yeah. cat. So I was, always sort of had a soft spot in my heart for the kid, right? And um, anytime any news has come up, you know, when when there's royal stuff, I'm disconnected. But with when he's involved, I'm kind of like, oh, what's going on? Who's this Megan girl? Right? Yeah. Anyway. I had said that I I thought that Harry was kind of likable and fallible and and, and, and an interesting character, mm-hmm. right? And then I had said that I didn't think that of Meghan Markle. Yeah. I must have somehow been influenced by the press about her. Yeah, me too. <laughs> because but, she is just a sweetheart. But even uh, the first episode started and I said to Mac, I said, I, I just can't like her. I, she seems like yeah. she's acting or something. And then as it went on more and more, I was like, okay, I'm starting to really like her. She seems actually authentic. And then when you're learning about like, she lived this kind of quiet life in Toronto. Yeah. Like she lived in resident and then. As soon as news came out, she was dating Prince Harry. I mean, her whole world changed, and you put yourself in that situation. Imagine yeah, you got paparazzi sleeping in cars outside your house. And- but I think we've been influenced by the press. I think so, too. Because you what? hear all the time in the press, oh, her uh, assistant uh, says she's a, you know... Yeah, a lot of the, the... I mean, obviously, this is them sitting down, documenting their lives, and telling their stories. So it's going to be... They're controlling the narrative. They're controlling the narrative. His dad does seem like... Her dad seems like a bit of a dick, mm-hmm. right? And anyway, it, it's just interesting, because I don't know this woman from a hole in the ground. I watched I, Suits. That's about it. I watched a I bit of suit. Suits. I watched a bit of Suits, but not much, just because it was on. But I had this opinion of her mm-hmm. <laughs> based on nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and I'm, it's funny you had the same opinion. Yeah. I, now you watch this. Literally, doc- as it started, I was like, I just can't. I don't like her. And then uh, by middle of the first episode I was like okay I like her I was when like she was talking about the first time she met Prince William and Kate yeah and they had him over and she's barefoot and ripped jeans and trying to hug yeah. them and yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah she that was interesting what she said about okay we'll let him die over there um but what she said about how she expected behind closed doors the royals to kind of unwind and relax and the formalities to go away and they didn't not the case yeah um she also had another good line about she she was saying, she was saying, like I'm American, like, like we wave, like, hey, yeah. how you doing, Jerry? And she's like, in England, everything is small, just smaller, because they were asking if she went to waving school. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the the first time she met the Queen, they're driving up, and Harry goes, "Do you know how to curtsy?" She's like, "What?" <laughs> she thought he was kidding. <laughs> And then she curtsied. They she showed curtsy her curtsy. Your grandma. <laughs> she showed the curtsy she did. And did yeah. you see the look on Harry's face? Yeah. He was so embarrassed. <laughs> He's mortified that that's his life. It's interesting. It's an interesting I would actually, show, actually. I would recommend, uh, and this is coming from somebody that has like a You're dis- anti-royal. I, I'm, I have a disdain for the royals. I, I, I actually truly do. Uh, but this is really interesting, Grant. I wasn't going to watch it. I said on the show yesterday, I'm not going to watch it. And then... Mac was like, I really want to watch it. I was like, okay, I can't. I can't wait till next Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) 
the next three episodes Kardashians drop. are next for you. <laughs> I might check it out because it sounded because I'm kind of anti-royal too, but it. As you said. This is interesting, Jimmy, and not that I need to try to convince people to watch a show that the entire planet's going to watch, mm-hmm. right? Just based on people's fascination with, well, look at The Crown. Like, everybody I know has watched The Crown except yeah. me. Um, but it's interesting because it's a different look. These people have lived a very different life. Now, you can... You can you can be jealous of it or angry at it. Like Harry didn't have like, a choice. Yeah. Like you know how I've joked about you. She flew, he flew out of the right womb, right? Like I mean, that's literally this kid lands into this situation, and it's him negotiating his life based on the fact that he's a royal. Well, and he didn't they were, have any choice. They were saying they had uh, the former Buckingham Palace speaker in the show, and he was saying like. They're kind of in a prison. Like, they're born. Gilded cage. You don't get to choose your career. You don't get to choose your religion, even. You don't get to choose where you go to school. Like, But I don't get the sense that... And you're followed around by people all the time. And You know what? I don't get the sense that Harry wants people to feel sorry for him. No. Or Meghan, either. That was the other thing that I... Because that's why I was a little bit leery about watching it. Like, if 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 you guys are pulling the victim card here, um, I'm done. Like, you guys have a very interesting life. And yes, you've got your struggles, but everybody does. Cork it. Right? But that's not what I got from this. What I got from this was Harry was watching... The press and his situation completely dominate his relationship with Megan, someone he loves. And yeah. he's like, I needed to get her out of there. They're going to kill her. They're, they're going to kill my wife like, like they his killed mom. my mom. And then I'll, 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 that's that was a click for me. Mm-hmm. It was like, this kid is trying to protect his family. Well, and he kind of, they pull back the curtain on certain things it's behind yeah. the royals because they're so guarded. And it's interesting. It yeah. is. It is interesting. You might actually enjoy it. Look Jimmy. at Lindley, Lynn's text, and he said he's anti-monarchy, and he binged it last night, too. I got to the end of the third episode. I didn't know there was another three coming, and I was like, oh, man, I still have more beer to drink. <laughs> <laughs> so I could, could have to find something else to watch. There's no sports on tonight. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I saw the uh, Oilers Nation commenting on the pool party interview that he did with a uh, Finnish publication. Mm. And just that uh, he's struggling right now, having a hard time finding his spot. Yeah. Feeling like he doesn't necessarily belong. If you didn't see it, uh, pool party, Puliarvi did an interview in, in Finland. Yeah. And he was saying, like, maybe the NHL isn't the league for me. Maybe I just don't have it because... Was he scored once this year? I think. I think he and has. He's played like a ton of minutes with with McDavid, and yeah, yeah, he's. I hope no he, confidence. I think that's part of it, but I I can't figure out why he doesn't have more impact on the ice, right? Yeah, like he he definitely has the speed. He definitely has the size. You see him all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you see him in the middle of... of I think he's, like, leading the team in hits or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't understand why... Just not going in the net for And him. he's not a plug. Like, he's not no. a guy... Like, he's not a, like a Lachlan where you just find an opportunity <laughs> to bounce a puck off of him. He's not a Lucic. <laughs> but it's like, as soon as he gets the puck, he's trying to get it off his stick. 
He's that's, like, he doesn't good skate point. with it. He's just, he's like, I don't want this thing. Get it away from me. He's Isn't not a pressure thing. Do you think that he's just, I think he's just putting too much pressure confidence. on himself? And yeah, there's no confidence. I've gone through that with the pigs a couple times, right? <laughs> Do you feel his pain? Yeah, seven B. You know, where the puck's just not going your your way. You're not getting the bounces, and you start to question things. Do I need to go down a division? <laughs> I uh, I hope find he finds. I hope he finds his game. I I think he's got to stick to it. That's how I came in the other day when they beat Arizona eight two, and I was like, Did Pooley Harvey get one? They got eight goals. He had to get one. It's it's no. funny because um, we're quick to turn on some players, but we're we're like I don't know anybody that's that, that's anti pool party. No, right? Because he's just lovable. Like, right? I, you you'll like hear him. me yelling. You'll if you're close enough to my house, you'll hear me yelling. Get soup out. Pull soup. <laughs> Get him out of there! Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, you're cheering for pool party. Mm -hmm. Uh, They got a game tonight, 7 o'clock start if you missed it, and the Wild in town. Uh, They they definitely found a bit of a stride against Arizona, um, but I don't think anybody was surprised by that that game. Hopefully... They got to get a better. It's stupid. I don't want to sound like a sports donkey. Yeah. But my God, kids, you guys got to get your act together mm-hmm. at the beginning of the game. Like start the game a little earlier. Somebody, I don't know. I don't blow the whistle or something. Like <laughs> you've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast, your official MMA show. A midget, millennial, and an asshole. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Thank <laughs> you.